I have a large social circle. And I said, oh, you're mentally ill. <laughs> That's all. Are you 16? The fuck do you mean you have a... I have a large social circle. You're a psychopath. You should have a few friends. That's it. You should not have a large social circle. Yeah. Am I wrong? No, I don't think you are. Because, I mean, she can't really get deep with anybody because no one really likes her. She's just an acquaintance to everybody. You know, everyone's an acquaintance, kind of. What people mean when they say they have a large social circle is it mean there's a group of people in their lives who they can demean and, and burden. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And that those people, because they have, uh, uh, you know, insecurities of their own, they can't get out of that web. Right. So they are stuck listening to this person mm-hmm. burden them with their nonsense. It's crazy to make... It, you know, Ray Comp, the great Ray Comp, who we're going to have on the show when we're back in New York, who is a very, very good friend of mine, who's been a friend of lo- longer than two years. But Ray Comp said he had a great joke. He goes, I don't like to do heroin. I don't want to do heroin, but it's hard to make friends after 30, which is true. <laughs> it's like, how do you, you know, yeah. if you're doing heroin with somebody, you've got a buddy. Do you make friends now? How old are you? 27? 26. Uh I, you are the last new friend I've made, you know. Right. Comedy. It's just if you like somebody, you know, right. comedy at this point, I'm not like, you know, making new other friends outside of what I'm doing, you know. It's hard to make friends after a certain age. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I really believe that. I think it's very tough. It's just who has the time to keep, you know, setting aside time for a new person. You already got people. I think when I hear that there are people that. Are, I've never understood, like, when people say to me, people say to me sometimes, like, I have the same five friends I've had since fifth grade. It's the same five friends that we all have. We all went to camp together, you know, mm-hmm. that we all went to school, and we've just had, we've been together forever, and we're all in each other's wedding parties. To me, that's an odd experience to have on this planet. Mm-hmm. It's a strange experience to have on this planet because I believe in my heart that people are to be used and thrown <laughs> and thrown away. <laughs> I believe that that is the most efficient right. way. To <laughs> I believe to that. Exploit. I believe that you should look at people <laughs> as marks, and you go, "What can I get out of this fucking schmuck?" Before I throw them <laughs> in the street. So when people say to me that I've had the same friend, I'm like, "Oh, you're a loser," and they are also losers. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know. Yeah. Agree. I agree. And that, that becomes a, that becomes an issue, you know. But listen, I'm, I'm a, listen, I don't believe that. I believe that uh, it's a beautiful experience if you have the same friends. I just feel like my interests have shifted too much, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for a large period of my life and, and even still to, to this to the, in, in some capacity, my interest has been to destroy myself and every part of me can experience love. Now, 
when you're hell-bent on doing that, you got to avoid a certain crew. And that crew is a bunch of life-affirming, positivity lunatics. By the way, everyone on Instagram that's all positive, I, I, I hope to God you hang yourself on Instagram. <laughs> I hope to God you hang yourself on Instagram and so that when people look at your page, they can see a motivational quote, and then the next, the next thing they see is your blue face. <laughs> With the boomerang effect, you know, right With before the you're alive, dead. Why are you sending me friend requests if we have never spoken? I get them from mutual servers, the politics one and others, and I'm like, I've never seen this screen name or spoken to this person before. Why on this fucking earth are they sending me a friend request? Get the fuck out. How do people not think that's kind of the creepiest shit ever? Imagine going up to someone in real life that you've never spoken to and just standing next to them like you know them, not saying anything, and then just being like, want to be my friend? Or, we're friends now. <laughs> you would get eye-rolled to the ends of the earth and deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong 2% of the time someone may think that shit is adorable who knows it will work at some point for somebody okay but not me if we've never interacted actually if it's in real life and you're a really cute guy and you are charming about it in person that might be a little bit better because at least I can see you and I'm hoping it would be in a public place, you know, in the public space, as JF Gay plays says. <laughs> but normally, no. If we have never interacted, best believe I'm swerving that friend request, you fucking creepy. How about have the guts to strike up a conversation first? Hmm? Say hi, feel it out. These are facets of social etiquette that need to bleed into the digital world since our communication has quite a penchant for this medium now. You know? Also, here's another weird thing that happens to me. Why, just because I've responded to a few DMs, are you now haranguing me that I don't respond to you soon enough? Dude, please, back up off me with that clingy shit. Stranger. Okay, stranger danger. Okay? We are not friends just because I was nice to you. Friendliness is, an immediate, is not an immediate invitation to be my friend. My apologies if you're not used to nice people who also maintain a distance. And, I mean, me generally, I like to stick to my crew for the most part, all right? I'm about my besties. That's where most of my time goes. That's why I have awesome friends. You understand? I don't have time for everybody. And I'm not even trying to be rude. But it's just like, I, I often wonder how much people are lacking 
in other people just being nice to them that when there's just a nice person, they think like, oh shit, this person's my friend now. Yo, dog, where's your head at? Hmm? And it's silly for me to say, okay? I will acknowledge. Because I'm usually the initiator in these, in these situations. I'm usually the initiator. But I'm a cute girl. Thus, I can get away with being a little invasive and creepy. <clears throat> Guys need to be a little bit more aware. And as girls, we need to be more cautious. So in this area, women are favored much more. My safety is more at risk at any given time when a dude is involved. And I'm not about to throw that caution to the wind over a friendly interaction that could easily go sour because some dude thinks he is owed my time. <coughs> that is so weird. You know, the way that I generally work with anything outside of my core group of friends is I respond on my own time and when I can. And even with my friends, I do that. You know, a.k.a. if and when I want to, you dig? I'm not purposely ignoring shit. I'm trying and much of the time failing to tweak my time management, you know? Some days I got a little bit more because I stuck to the schedule. Some days I was a jackass and I didn't follow my plan that I made for the day. And then the whole day goes to shit. And that's just life. But it's very, very strange to pressure somebody to message you. You know what I mean? Like, let people message you when they fucking want to. Do not make them feel like they have to talk to you. And do not make them... Tr don't try to make them feel bad. Because they haven't responded to you within a time frame that is okay with you. The world does not revolve around you. It revolves around me. Remember? Holy crap, how long have you been listening to this? You don't understand this yet? Oh my god. Really though. Hold on, I gotta respond to this. Yeah. So, that's my little complaint today. My itty-bitty little complaint. Just something interesting that I realized. Because I don't... How can you... I, I just don't get it. You know? Unless I've spoken to you. Because there's been a few people in the politics server that I've sent friend requests to. But you know what? That was after having a voice conversation for like over an hour. And I'm like, hmm. You know what? You know what? You seem cool. Let me extend you an invitation to be friends on Discord. Okay? Because I thought you were cool and I vetted you now. And that's how it's going to go. And since I've done that, now I feel comfortable being friends. I'm not one of these people who just accepts friend requests. That used to be a huge thing on Facebook. Like, all of a sudden, people who I on my own, surgically removed from my life and people from high school and all that shit sending me friend requests after I reactivated my Facebook account. And I'm like, uh, excuse me, excuse me, please no, please no. 
I'm building a digital wall and I don't want everybody to get past that. My friends list should be a hundred people or less on Facebook. That is how I operate. Although now it's a little bit different because now I have the Waking Up Thoughtcast Facebook page, which by the way, a link is in the description. I know many people use Facebook and I know that it is something that I should be using. And please, I, I mean, go and like the page. Okay, I will update it every day. You know what I should do? I should should actually open it now. And the reason I should do that is because I'm not quite used to using it. And I forget about it. Because, I mean, who the fuck has time for Facebook? I certainly don't. I very easily forget to use things. I very easily forget to update. And with all the things to update, it can get a little bit tedious attempting to remember to update stuff. Okay. Okay. That is all I'm saying to you, my friends. That is all I'm saying. Any more complaints and grievances? You know what I was listening to last night, actually, after I finished at the gym and walked home because that's my thing in the summer. That's my thing in the summer. It's like, why would you want to take the bus when it's really nice and warm And you can get a little bit extra exercise. Well, that's the line of thinking behind that whole thing. So that's what I did. I went for a walk after the gym. And I had a good time. Because I listened to the podcast, Big Boy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And... Um, I was listening to an older one from last week, one of the Collins again, just because I had missed the last bit. And I figured, you know what? May as well listen to the whole thing. Why not? Whatever. And uh, Ryan, Ryan, shut up. You don't have a dad. Let's turn our eyes to Gavin's mailbag. That guy, the, the producer, I suppose. The, I guess that's what you would call him, right? What else would you call the guy? The Jamie. The Jamie of podcasts. (laughs) We all know who we're talking about when we were talking about Jamie, right? Young Jamie. So he has or had, I don't know what the the situation, I don't know what it is now, but (coughs) I guess he got into some kerfuffle with his girlfriend and ended up in jail. And, uh, Gavin had mentioned that she was really hot and you have to be careful with the really hot girls because the hot crazy matrix is a thing is the hotter she is the crazier she tends to be you know I don't know if you've ever seen that video by the way it's really fucking funny you definitely should google or youtube the hot crazy matrix because the guy explains it so well and it's so fucking true but the hotter the girl the more you will let her get away with a lot of stuff, whether you like it or not. And it takes the kind of guy who isn't entirely governed by his dick to cut that shit off when it gets ridiculous. And uh, it gets fucking ridiculous because hot girls, (laughs) bless them. We love them naked with their mouth shut and getting railed into the corner of a couch. 
They are a cognitive monkey wrench for guys. They're a beautiful embodiment of tyranny because they always want to push your buttons to see how far you'll let them go. Then one day it is way too late and you're in jail because of her. Now, I'm not saying people don't do this, okay? But just be aware of the context right now. And also be aware there's no hate at all, okay? If you're hot, take advantage. That's how it works. That's how it works. Um, actually, don't take advantage. Try not to be an asshole. Imagine hot girls you could chill and get along with that didn't try to push your buttons. Whoa. Like an 11 who actually wants to get along and not cause shit and not get super upset. I'm sure they exist somewhere. Please point them out to me. I want to meet these girls. These are the girls who can get along with other girls too. But these hottie toddies, these hottie toddies get away with so much shit. Have you never heard the Bill Burr bit about it? The one where he talks about Rihanna getting beat up by Chris Brown? (laughs) Ah, shit. Girls can set your shit on fire, ruin your sentimental heirlooms, and look you in the face and be proud of the fact that they did that shit. They'll sneer in your fucking face about it. We can't hit you. Because we're weak and it wouldn't do anything to you. But we can test your patience and cunt punt you right in the fucking heart. We'll say the meanest shit, as I said before. We'll destroy things that mean something to you. And the punchline of this entire situation is that you can't hit us or do any shit without being accused of some sort of heinous crime or some ridiculous abuse. And let's be real and just think about this for a minute, right? Is that no one should really be able to get away with a level of disrespect that crosses a boundary that would make any reasonable person want to fucking hit them. You know? So the entire point of the bit was... Don't tell me there aren't reasons to hit women. There are plenty of reasons, and you give us plenty of reasons. We just can't. And because men can't, not saying you should, okay? Not saying you should. Let me be very clear. Holy crap. (laughs) This could very easily be taken as some woman-hating shit, but I ain't into that, okay? I'm not into violence at all, so... Now that I've got that out of the way, there are plenty of reasons to hit somebody who's going to behave like an asshole like that. The fact that we we are kind of untouchable by men in that area makes us a little tyrannical, okay? We push a little bit, we see what we can get away with, and this is people, but again, context, okay? We push a little bit more, see what we can get away with, push a little bit more, and there it is. There's the cycle of tyranny, the cycle and progression. And you, you bitch ass, letting her get away with that kind of dumb shit is the reason she continues to push you further and further to the precipice of the end, to the end of the rope, my friend. Okay? And you know what? The more you enable that shit, and the more you're like, oh, but my dick's hard right now. Just let her. She's so hot. She's like an 11. The more 
like the more that attitude prevails in relationships, the more women get away with that with more guys, even when they get left or they leave the guy. It's kind of a sad thing when guys just don't leave the girl when she's clearly crazy. (laughs) You got to leave the crazy person. How many times do you need it thrown in your face? The pattern that inevitably reveals this crazy streak within them. I mean, she better be real hot. She better make the best sandwiches. She better suck your dick so good that you're shooting glitter out of it, okay? If you are sticking around for that crazy shit, and if you're complaining on top of that, my friend, you are a girl, (laughs) okay? You can't do that. You just can't do that. And it's so, it's like a disengagement from reality to not acknowledge that girls can be so fucking insane that they deserve to be hit. And don't get it twisted. Girls need to admit this too. If you're going to be an asshole, there are plenty of reasons to, there are plenty of reasons to hit any given person on any given fucking day. Okay, but you don't do it. (laughs) You don't do it. In the same way that we as girls are responsible for not multiplying the douchebag guy's behavior, either by fucking him, doing the same thing, giving in, getting back together with him, staying with him or having his baby. Guys, you got to get that hoe in line, too. Okay, negative behavioral patterns can only be broken by a disruption in the feedback loop. And that requires not giving into the behavior every single time. You know, I've said it before, and it sounds really brash and rude, but we have to kind of treat each other like infants more accurately, kind of like dogs. We have to repeat several commands to each other. We have to tell each other what is and is okay. And boundaries are important to draw, no matter how tight you are with someone. You got to have that shit. Because if you don't, you're constantly going to be the person who is, remember, a doormat. A doormat. You don't want to get into the situation where you have to be around somebody that you feel you have to walk eggshells around, walk on eggshells to be around, you know? Quit allowing the emotional tyranny, okay? And I'm recognizing this too. But hot is great, but it honestly isn't everything, And like I said, it's very odd coming from me because I don't think I've ever dated someone that I didn't think was very attractive. That probably wasn't that I realized after, but that's for another time, okay? If we can't handle our relationships and treat each other like children when we're acting like it, we're forever doomed to be the same douchebag cunt nuts forever. Like, how do you correct behavior? You got to have the guts to tell people to get it together dude. Get it together. Shouldn't this shit start when you're like in your 30s? You should really start caring about how you behave. When you're in your 20s, you can kind of get away acting like you're still in high school a little bit. But when you start hitting your 30s and 40s, it's like, mm, you need to have some decorum in your relationships. You need to value yourself a little bit differently and 
understand you can't put up with certain things. Because if you do, now you're the enabler of the garbage you got to deal with in your life. And it's understandable that we want to give each other a shot and put a little bit of time in so that you can see if this person is worth it. You don't really figure somebody out in the first few months. You really don't. You really get to know people. I think a year is a good spot. A year to two years. You really get to know somebody. That's why it's always crazy to me when people get married within the first year of being together. Oh yeah, we've been together three months. Um, We've moved in already and we're going to get married at the eight month mark. And it's like, what? You're only going to give each other five months of living together before you do this shit. And trust me, I've done shit this stupid, okay? I hung out with my the shittiest boyfriend I've ever had of life once and he moved in the next day. And let me tell you, let me tell you, I took my turtleneck out the trash that day. I got my leg warmers out and I got fucking cold, bro, because he fucked my life. And I can't believe how crazy I was that I let that person in my house the next day after spending time with him. And over the years, the mask fell off and the awfulness of that person was revealed to me within the first couple years. And you know what I did? I stuck around. I kept sticking around thinking that it was going to be fine, not recognizing or refusing, refusing to acknowledge the shitty patterns that this guy was exhibiting. I'm not saying I didn't have any, okay? But I'm talking about that right now. And that was a bigger problem. Trust me. It was a gong show. And it's so dumb. It's a so dumb. How can you let somebody... How? Just how? Anyways. Burr, I think, had a really funny point at the end of that bit in which he said, girls should beat each other up. Firstly, I'm going to be real here. I have been severely beaten by my parents, okay, when I was young. Very badly. Belts, wooden spoons, shoes, you fucking name it. My mom used to throw shit at me, okay? My mom has broken a wooden spoon on my back. That's how gangster she used to get with her beatings. Dude, one time I left a sock on the floor in my bedroom and we were going to have guests. And let me mention, this was a, this is a massive house they live in. They live in like a four-bedroom house on like a giant-ass landmass and it's really big. They're fucking rich. Nobody goes upstairs because the bedrooms are upstairs and the main rooms are downstairs. And it was designed like that on purpose. Beat the fuck up because I had a sock on the floor. and we were going to have guests, okay? It's not fun. It's not fun. You Once you have been beat up like that, you do not want to fuck with people to the degree that may garner that again, okay? It hurts. It hurts a lot. Having the skin on your back split open with a belt is not fun. Okay, being smacked, being punched, these things are fucking awful. 
So I generally feel like people who threaten these things so easily have not really been beat up in life because that shit hurts really bad. Even if you are winning the fight, it still hurts. It fucks you up. So maybe Bill Burr's right. Maybe girls should beat each other up so they know what it feels like to be hurt. Because sometimes if you piss somebody off enough and if you are trying to get a reaction, which girls are wont to do, and if instinctively or out of anger because you fucked with someone, they end up hitting you, is it really that difficult to understand Now, let's just be reasonable here. Once again, I will repeat, I am not condoning violence, nor am I suggesting that anybody hit anybody, except for girls and other girls. Go fight each other, girls. That's a fair match, right? Just just to know what it feels like to be punched in the face. (laughs) But in this situation, with men and women, and the kind of women who push buttons to a point where... It almost warrants getting a smack. We got to be fair and recognize that people have boundaries and people have lines and people have, in the, in the example mentioned earlier, things that mean something to them. And if you're going to fuck with their things like that, things that are important to them, an important part of their person, and you're messing with that stuff... Please understand that it's totally fucking fair for someone to snap and for that to happen. And uh, I hope that, I mean, I'm sure there are many situations like this, but it's going to favor the girl no matter what because she's smaller and all those other reasons that make sense as to why you should not hit women. But please don't sit here, girls, and act like you don't give men a reason when you're acting this fucking insane, okay? Men are human beings, too. Men are human beings, too. Let's not forget that. And so often, it seems like we do when we want to get back at them over something really stupid, you know? If he cheated, leave and move on. You People have choices in relationships. I don't know why they feel like they're stuck. Um, this is me talking to myself right now. I had choices too, you know. It's not like I haven't been hit in my relationships too. Relationship, I should say. Just the one. It happens. And the idea is to fucking leave. And let me be the poster child for this because I fucking didn't. You gotta go. Anytime that physical shit comes in, once it happens, trust me, that doesn't go away. And it's very difficult and should be very difficult for that person to earn your trust again physically. It's difficult. These are very tough Tense, uncomfortable situations. That's a situation, my friend. And not the kind of situation you want to deal with. So, careful. Careful, alright? I know she hot. I know she a hottie totty. I know we all want that. But be smart. (laughs) And 
I did mention several times, right? I'm always worried some idiot moron is going to take this out of context. Recognize what I'm talking about here, right? If you're going to give zero fucks about someone's shit and disrespect them like that, you're doing it at your own risk. And it, it's, a, it's a little bit discouraging how socially and emotionally retarded people seem to be in a lot of these situations, um, that these things need to be explained and they need to be kind of talked about extensively and really broken down. And the fact that I feel I need to say I'm not condoning violence because I'm in a, in a loose sense kind of saying that women need to be hit, you know, by other girls, not by other men, I don't think. And again, to be a little bit understanding in these particular contexts where somebody is just trying to push your buttons. It's very difficult being the, on the receiving end of that when someone is constantly trying to push at you and stuff. Um, at this point, I'm, I'm thankful that I've dealt with that several times now because now I'm, I'm equipped with the tools to deal with that. Now I'm kind of at a point where I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't care how deep our friendship goes. I don't care how much I like you. If you're going to do that to me, you are no longer going to be privileged to be my friend and be near me and be in my life. That's how it goes. Okay? It's, and it always comes down the, to the perspective of, listen, I cut out my family okay? You are not that important if I can cut out my family for treating me like that. So, don't fuck with me. (laughs) I will roll your ass like sushi. (laughs) Oh my god. You gotta love it, right? You gotta love how I'm five feet and I talk such a big game. And let me tell you why. A, I'm pretty sure I've got that little man syndrome. I've really got little man syndrome, okay? I feel like nobody listens to me. Everybody stares past me. It's like I don't even exist because I'm five feet and people are so tall and they're just like looking right past me. So why do you think I'm a loud, outspoken person? I think it all ties back to this I have a little man syndrome thing. It's why I'm loud and obnoxious. It's why I put up this tough front. I'm so not a violent person at all, but I talk about kicking people's asses all the time. And it's more for comedic effect because I always think it's funny when little guys do that. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking kick this bitch's ass. And I'm like, yeah, have fun with the guy who's 6'4". And probably has more torque in his arm than you do in your entire fucking body. But yeah, please, please attempt to go beat the giant man. (laughs) so it's more a comedic thing i know i am aware that i can't beat somebody up i don't want to you know what i'm saying why would i want to do that what am i trash to some degree yes but for the most part as i'm getting older i would like to be more of a lady in action not in words Word-wise, I will always be a little filth monster, okay? Because language would be so monochromatic without fucks and bitches and all these silly little words and connotations and intonations in your voice. What 
on earth would it be like to listen to someone who's just like, that's why kind of I need a break from Sam Harris when I'm listening to his podcast, you know? He's great, and I really like him, and he obviously, he obviously does have a, um, you know, he has a, uh uh-oh, what did I do? What have I done here? He talks to people who are very smart, and he's very smart, and he's very clear, but not very often is there spice, you know? I want to bring the spice. And I want you to give me some spice. Yo, check out the links in the description. Go buy a Waking Up Thoughtcast mug. Have your coffee with me. Speaking of coffee, look at me forgetting stuff. Mm-mm-mm. What is going on here? I'm playing with a note app in my phone. And I cannot even... There it is. Okay. There it is. Got him. My iPhone is getting a little bit old, so it does this thing where sometimes it just doesn't want to function properly, which is all right. I will let it go. Apple, give me a goddamn break, yo. Anyways, I went to bed late last night because I started Stranger Things. And let me tell you, did not expect what I saw and cannot wait to watch the rest. And I'm so excited for it. The fucking special effects look cool. There's a lot of gross stuff. And uh, I'm very interested to see the direction in which it goes. But it certainly is Stranger, which is the entire point. If it doesn't kill you, it makes you stranger. <laughs> right? Right. Well, my friends, I'm going to keep this one short because uh, I just feel like it. I don't always have a lot to say. I have some ideas a bubbling. But, you know, you got to wait for your brain to kind of think about those things and refine some of those thoughts so that I can present them in a way that is coherent and so that I don't just sound like I'm me, 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 me. Because I have a few ideas just bouncing around in my head. And uh, sometimes I like to give it a few days. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and I got shit to talk about, like most mornings, because some stuff happens the night before and I'm like, oh, I could talk about that. Or I talk about it a week later and it pops in now. It's so inconsistent up there, you know. I can't keep track. I can't keep track. That's why I have notebooks and a notepad, the note app, and my phone. I use sticky notes. I write so many things down. I'm so full of ideas and so full of stupid shit to talk about. And then I always look at stuff after and I'm like, what a weird topic. But you know what? That's the shit to explore, isn't it? The weird stuff. The stuff that's a little bit ambiguous and in the gray. The interesting stuff. Where all the fun happens. Where all the fun happens. Because remember, no matter what you're seeing out in the world, the basis is always human behavior. And that human behavior gets categorized. 
And that's often what happens. Right now, we're seeing a lot of categorization through the left and right political lens. I'm not too much of a fan of that whole thing. Oh, by the way, one thing I want to mention is I thought that I was being uncharitable towards that Democratic candidate who said that he wants abortions for trans females. I thought, you are so dumb. My friend talks to me, he's like, don't call people dumb. Some people misspeak, and that happens. You do it too. And I'm like, you're right. Gotta get out of the habit of calling people dumb. But there are dumb behaviors, and sometimes I'm going to point them out. It's just going to be that way. Understand that I'm totally comfortable being called dumb as well, because I'm going to make mistakes. Shouldn't say the person is dumb, should say that thing is dumb, but I think it's just a heuristic, a colloquial heuristic to just say the person is dumb. That's a that's a tweak that's going to have to be made on my part. But no, he did actually mean males, males who cannot have babies because they do not have uteruses. He later corrected himself and said trans females. But either way, neither of those people can have babies. So he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He just wants to sound like he's some big ass virtue monster over here saying he wants abortion rights. For people who have anatomies that do not even accommodate that kind of thing. Give me a goddamn break, yo. What a silly issue to be debating right now. How is this so hard? How is this so hard? Hey, let's totally ignore biology, shall we? Let's. I shouldn't even say... Like, th- these these fucking Dems are crazy. I'm, I, I would rather just say that I am more on the right at this point. And I think that I am. I think that I am. Just a little bit. Just a little to the right. I guess more accurately, libertarian is the, the correct, the correct um, political classification. But here I am getting into this again. I'm just saying that human behavior should not be solely funneled through politics. It never should be unless it's just in the political sphere. But everything now is discussed in terms of left and right. And it really, really, not only does it polarize the conversation, not only does it make people blind to the fact that they're all behaving like each other. Hi, the people you hate, you are them. Genius. You just can't see it because <laughs> you're surrounded by other people who are just like you, who are like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. A good one, jackass. You're a genius. You're such an advanced thinker that you can't even see your own fucking behavior. Dude, if you cannot see the way that you behave and if you haven't any awareness of the way that you behave, and you are trying to tell other people how to behave, good lord, that is the problem with us. Come at me and tell me that I do it too. You know what? I already know that. I'm trying to fix it. That's the difference. I have enough humility in my arrogance to say, yeah, you're right. I can be dumb sometimes. I can fuck up my words. I just did. I'm okay with that. I understand I'm a human being. I understand I'm not infallible, all right? Some people be out here acting like they're God or something, and even God's a moron. So, really, (laughs) get over yourself. Mm. 
someone's going to listen to this and be like, oh shit, you're talking about me. Listen, dog, if you identify with any of the behaviors I mention at any point in this goddamn thought cast, maybe there is something in you, okay? Maybe you need to look in the mirror if you are getting offended that some person is talking about human behavior and people she's dealt with. Get a grip. I mean, you can tag yourself in my shit all you like, my dear. That's fine. But what's funny is the the mechanism that's supposed to be like, hey, maybe it's you, jackass, isn't there. So they'll be like, oh my god, you're talking about me. Look, not many people are very important to me. And the people I really like, I mention. Okay? My friends. My besties and shit. Y'all are my besties. That's what the gang's called now. The grilled cheese gang is the higher, it's the highest part of the hierarchy of besties. But everybody else, y'all gonna be my besties. Okay, besties? Bestie gang. Number one. If you cool, you cool. But please, description. Hey, you know what? Send some support over if you want to. You know, you can buy me a cup of coffee, right? You know, there's a PayPal link down there. You know that there is a Patreon link down there. Homie, you can't give me $2 a month for being all cute to you. Hmm? Like almost four days a week or something? Come on. Buy me a coffee. Buy the cute girl a coffee a month. Don't be so stingy. So parsimonious. Come on. (laughs) If not, buy the mug. The mug's pretty cute. The mug is so cute. Oh my god, is she e-bagging? You bet your ass I am. Because you know what? We all like money. And we all like having support. And if you're here, and if you can, and if you want to, maybe you should. Support the thoughts, my friends. We are the future. We will prevent the school shootings. And we will set you straight. Okay? Thoughts make the world go round. And if you have not figured this out yet, you are not a very smart person. (laughs) Anyways, bestie gang, it is motherfucking Friday. And I have got some plans this weekend. And I am so excited. I'm going to talk about those plans with you once I have executed them. And it will be so fun. I'm hoping that I can talk to Brian and we can have a chat. I'm hoping that I'll get to talk to Chris as well about stranger things. Because you guys know that is my favorite show. I la 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 love it. And uh, I would love to talk about it, you know? I'm, as I've said, not really super into the whole pop culture thing, but the few things that I am into, I'm very much into. So I will share my joy and my enjoyment of those things with you. I hope you enjoy your weekend. We'll chat soon, all right? All right? I promise. I will be back soon. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Big kiss. How Rogan signing out, motherfucker. Yeah. You so cute. You so cute. Okay. See you later, big boy. <laughs> Bye.